Greetings, listeners. It is I, Noelle, the player of Vivian. Welcome to the episode. Da, 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 da. Thank you to Midnight Syndicate for the awesome music. You can listen to them at midnightsyndicate.com. Thank you to Sword Coast Soundscapes for the ambient background noise. You can listen to them at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. I am really enjoying book two. We are neck deep in it now, and I am really interested in seeing how this all shakes out. See you guys soon, or not see you because we're listening, but I'll, I'll, um, you guys will listen to me soon again. Okay, bye. So, Philip, you've really never seen Space Jam? No, I'm. It, it was. I was like a teenager when it came out. Looney Tunes was not. Yeah, cool. no. I mean, not also cool. uh, this culture around Space Jam. Lesson after a rabbit. I'm pretty sure this is where furries started. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good theory. I mean, Lola was one hot bunny. Yeah. She was definitely mm-hmm. the start for a lot of people. Very, mm-hmm. very true. Uh-huh. Uh, my f- my friend, because uh, uh, I mentioned that, that that I had never seen Space Jam and, and said almost the exact same thing, but he said his was Gadget from Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very similar builds, I guess, to Lola and Gadget, if I remember correctly. I actually... Uh, They're not bad. They're just drawn that way. Wasn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't she wear a jumpsuit? She did. Uh, yeah. I didn't think she was very attractive. As as uh, anthropomorphic animals go. Well, you're just not using your imagination. I really liked the fo- <laughs> I really liked the girl fox and Fox and the Hound. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's one too. Or Robin Hood. Yeah, 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 Robin yeah, Hood yeah, is yeah, what yeah. I was thinking. She's even better. Yeah, but you know, it's Hood. it's the eyes. It's the it's the eyelashes. I love I love the anthropomorphic girl cartoons. They've got such pretty eyelashes. What about <laughs> what about the squirrel from Sword in the Stone? Oh man, that's I haven't seen I that have one in a while. I've not seen that in a long time. It's a very sad love story. Yeah, I don't remember what that squirrel looks like. It looks like a regular Disney lady squirrel. Do you know who else was cute? The little the girl skunk in uh, Bambi. Flower. Yeah. Well, the flower was the boy. Skunk. Flower was the boy. Is the girl skunk shows up at some point, oh, yeah. and she's really pretty. And they always do the like the like pretty fog behind it of uh, like ooh look how pretty I am and sparkles and all that good stuff. But wait wait we got away from the point here. Space Jam is an awesome movie. In your defense, Philip, I don't think that I would appreciate it if I had seen it any older than I was when I saw it. Mm-hmm. That's why mom doesn't like it. <laughs> I mean, I grew up on Looney Tunes. It's just by that age. I mean, cartoons are for babies. I hate I hate basketball. That's why I hated it. Fair enough. I like basketball. And I like Michael Jordan. He he was one of my favorite, you know, basketball mm. players. Because for a long time, I was a Chicago Bulls fan. I once fell asleep at a Bulls game. <laughs> no lie. That's how boring I find basketball. Yeah. It's, it's better than- During s- the Michael Jordan era. Mm. It's better than soccer, though. At least they actually score in basketball. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you may as well just stay home for the first 58 minutes and go down to the last two. I mean, who cares about the rest of it? You'll miss all the good riots. <laughs> nope. I will no, tell you- that's That's hockey. Playing basketball is one hell of a workout, though. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Running back and forth across that court. I got, uh, here's my memory of playing basketball was jamming my finger in middle I was, school. I was and, just about to say jammed finger. And the coach was like, you're fine, and didn't send me to the nurse. And it was like completely swollen by next period. And she's like, what's wrong with your hand? Go to the nurse. <laughs> I had uh, several jammed fingers from basketball. I had several uh, like scratch marks down my arm from fingernails. Ugh. 
from people, and I had a couple broken noses from elbows to the nose because mm. I was a, a post. My uh, knuckle has never been the same. I can feel it when I like stretch my hand. I was very cranky with that coach. I blame him. I broke my thumb on a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't play any uh, sports. Homeschooler. <laughs> <laughs> you can always tell. Mm-hmm. All my, I think all my sports-related broken bones came from football. It's a pretty common one. Yeah. Brain injuries, too. Yeah. Although I did, I guess I can count softball as giving me a broken bone, too, since I got yeah. the softball to the throat. You broke your season. hyoid bone of all bones to break. That's Most a- people don't do that without dying, you know. I know. Well, we I don't know if we've established this on the podcast, but Gary is, like, immune to death. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Did you guys ever do the bow and arrow in the air? No. You guys? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you take the, the, the uh, like, an arrow, shoot it. Straight up in the air and run. No, I guess not. What are you talking about? Is this a story or is this something you did? Something that like we with did. a real arrow. You're I doing mean, a fake arrow right now, so I'm, I'm not. No, it was real. <laughs> That's it's, not really smart. It's it was one of those you know. It's not like one of the like hunting. a Nerf. Yeah, it's, arrow? yeah. It's not like one uh, of the dull tip ones. Oh, yes, yeah, well, it's not gonna. Well, how dull? I mean, are we talking about a dull tip metal tip or or, or a like Nerf a arrow? suction cup? Not a suction cup. It was dull tip metal tip. Yeah. So you could still put your eye out. Absolutely. We weren't smart children. You did. Yeah, we, I mean, we, previous episodes we've determined Philip did a lot of dangerous things. Yeah, you things told us another child. dangerous See, child I, fun story. I haven't done the the bow and arrow bit, but we used to shoot each other with BB guns and pellet guns. Mm, my brother shot me with a BB gun. So. I've never forgiven him. Wear, go- wear goggles and you're fine. Thanks. <laughs> Just avoid the eyes. Mm-hmm. And run. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to think. I think he says he did it up. Uh, execution style i was like huddled under my desk in my, oh my bedroom God. wow mm-hmm. shot me in the leg i was so pissed it's a bit dark yeah <laughs> and then years later when uh meet the osbournes was on tv kelly and jack were arguing because jack had shot her <laughs> with a gun <laughs> and she's like you shot me and he's like it was only a pistol and i was just like i know how you feel kelly i know how you feel so Trial day, right? It is. Yeah. I mean, speaking of executions, this is a oh. you know poor a trial where, where Horace is potentially going to be executed no, at the end no. of the trial. It, how can you execute an undead? I was going to say his life is on the line, but how can it be when he's not alive? His existence is on the line. How about that? It's very speciesist of you. Yes, I I'm just I'm just though. stating the facts. You guys can't be prejudiced against facts. Look, flesh golem rights is all I'm saying. That sounds so gross. <laughs> yes. Point is, we are going to get Horace off uh, of trial. Wait, what? <laughs> trial. We're, no, uh, murder. That was a bad sentence. I could, I didn't say that Horace correct at all. Horace is going to be found not guilty. Yes. I did not sign up to get a murderer off. <laughs> of murder or of... No, I've, I've done with my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and it is accurate as far as it goes. <laughs> so. This is a whole new show now. <laughs> so our purpose here is to present the evidence... That should prove Horace innocent of these heinous charges against him. Exonerate him, as it were. Mm -hmm. Exonerate, that's a good word. One that can be left in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Some would say getting him off. (laughs) (laughs) Others would object to that. (laughs) Philip. Sustained. (laughs) Or is it overruled? Who's in charge here? That would be me. So, so we had the the main rules of the courtroom laid down last week, mm-hmm. and what are we doing now? Uh, <laughs> Lead us, guide us. 
Now we'll be going into the trial. So last yeah. week we did a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this and week we'll we be... ended it walking into the courtroom. Well, no, you were already no, in we the courtroom. Were... It no, was... we... Yeah, we met the judges and everything. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I believe with the end of the last episode, we had uh, Horace being brought into the courtroom and the, the justices coming in. And there was the strike of the gong <laughs> to start the trial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, are we ready to just jump right in? I'd say let's do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am so nervous. This, we'll have even more talking this week. Mm-hmm. But oh boy. it'll actually be story-driven talking, so <laughs> it's not just us yammering about all episode. <laughs> well, there'll be skill checks, too. There will be. Ooh. And dice rolling. And, yes. And an assassin will come in in the middle of the trial. So, we know you listeners love those sounds of the dice rolls, so... We'll make sure, sure to have those. I sure like them. Okay. So going right on in. Uh, like I mentioned, the end of the last episode, the herald of the court struck the gong. Bong. Bong. So once he does strike the gong, uh, he says, All rise and give silence and respect to the law. I, herald of the court, present the presiding justices for this trial. Chief Justice Card, Justice Aldair, and Justice Deramid. And he strikes the gong again. Enter the Holy Sister of Justice. And then a stern-looking woman in gray robes enters and, and stands to one side of the courtroom near a chair waiting for her. Uh, she is openly wearing a symbol of Phrasma. Uh, once she's in place, Chief Justice Card stands and speaks. I, Chief Justice Card, will hereby be presiding over the proceedings of this trial. Is the prosecution ready to present the charges brought upon the accused? Otto Heiger responds, Aye, Your Honor. Is the defense ready to present its case against those charges? Gustav Koppel will stutter, No, Your Honor. I ask for a delay and we reconvene at a later time. People all around the courtroom start to boo and gripe at Gustav's request. <laughs> order! Order! There will be order in this courtroom. The herald strikes the gong again. Bong! For what reason do you make this request? M- m- my my st- stutter. I d- need more t- time to p- p- prepare. Nonsense. You requested four more aides in the briefing we reviewed last night, did you not? I'm sure these four are more than capable in speaking on your behalf. They may act in your stead. However, you are required to remain in the courtroom and guide them in this procedure. Do you understand? Yes. Yes, Your Your Honor. Nice tactics. Make it sound like it was his idea. (laughs) You may have five minutes to confer with your counsel. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Gustav sighs and turns back to to the group. Roderick gives Gustav the okay sign, like, nice. <laughs> I, I needed it to be his idea. Yes, I, I saw what you did there. That was wonderful, Gustav. <laughs> do, do you have any questions before the trial begins? You have the evidence all lined up, yes? That is correct. Do we need to review it now? Do we? No, let's just wing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's. <laughs> he clutches his chest. <laughs> okay, yes, we review the evidence. Okay. Which we've already done off mic, basically. Okay. So just making sure you have everything you you will be 
preparing. Uh, when we do get to that point, um, only one person is essentially speaking in the courtroom at a time when you are presenting the evidence. Unless you want to get gonged. Right. Because that could happen. He's really anxious to strike the gong. That's like his favorite part of the job. He's going to get gonged. <laughs> so what that means is normally with skill checks, things like that, you can aid to you know assist them and adding that plus two bonus to each of them. But since only one person can technically be speaking in the courtroom, no one is allowed to aid. That's brutal. Mm-hmm. So it can either be all the evidence given by one person and that one person will be rolling all of the diplomacy checks for for each piece of evidence or you can split it up and present them if you have different bonuses i'm pretty sure we decided vivian should do all of it because she has by far the best diplomacy check i have a plus nine or a plus 11 if they think i'm attractive so the minimum you can get is a 10 Mm -hmm. does anyone have higher i have six Mm -hmm. that's not higher that's that's correct i knew that math (laughs) (laughs) yay math and i don't think that there's any specific bonus for a different one of us covering a different part of it there's not diff- it's all diplomacy rolls though right it's yeah, not like yeah. a it's all diplomacy i'm gonna roll forensics for one of them <laughs> <laughs> if there was a forensics role that would be cool that would be very cool maybe uh, in starfinder that'd be cool yeah yeah maybe maybe i think there is something like forensics and d20 modern hmm. which is basically D set in the modern world makes sense boring which, which I've, <laughs> I've played one time it's actually really, really cool i played a shadow hunter <laughs> um anyway any other questions before we proceed uh can we help show the evidence as long as we don't speak yes like if you're pointing something out on horus or if you're holding something up things like that you can assist that way mm-hmm. but you can't uh speak to aid so, so Roger, yeah Roger and zenobia stand right up and are like all right we're ready to start carrying stuff around so vivian so vivian will be speaking and everyone else will be her vanna whites basically yes. Awesome. Yes. So you're Pat Sajak, and yes. they are all Vanna White. Just we are, collectively, we are Vanna White. <laughs> Although the three of us could never match her greatness. Zenobia <laughs> goes and puts on an evening gown. <laughs> um, With her evening sword. Yes. <laughs> she has to accessorize, obviously. No swords in the courtroom. <laughs> so, um, and then the prosecution goes first? Yes, the prosecution will go first. Um, and once we get to each of those points, I'll, I'll detail when okay, it's cool. your turn to... To cool. speak and, and all of that stuff. Okay. So. Point of order. Mm-hmm. Order! Do we have any weapons on us? Probably are, we, are you allowed not. anything? You're not allowed any weapons in the courtroom. There are rules for sleight of hand, for right, hiding a tiny weapon, but none of us are trained in that except uh, Renly, I think. Yeah. In hi- in, in, uh, hide of Sland? Hide of Sland. I have... It's not relevant unless you're trying to bring a weapon in. I only have a plus three to sleight of hand. Mm. So... I assume you're not trying to bring a weapon in. No, just wanted to make sure. Yeah. D- didn't want to. So it should be the only person in the room that has a weapon is... Uh, the herald of the court. He's the protector of the justices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the holy sister of justice does, but... Uh, she casts she- detect magic. Yeah, she's got detect magic and is available to cast zone of truth or comprehend languages if needed. Ah. It keeps the trial fair and prevents, you know, any Compulsion. compulsions, things like that. Does this also mean we don't have armor? Our armor? Nobody has armor on? I don't see why we couldn't wear armor. Yeah. I I mean, I wouldn't imagine why you'd want, like, if anybody had full plate armor, why you'd be in that. But Well, Vivian's definitely in court clothes. Roderick just has uh, studded leather, so he can wear that underneath his doublet. Yeah. 
It looks a little bit stuffy, but... Any of the medium and light armor, I would say, would, would probably be acceptable. Sweet. Okay. I got a mithril change. There you go. Okay. So, uh, anything else before we proceed? Not unless you're telling us we forgot something. No, I don't believe so. Okay. Then no. Okay. I assume your conference is over. Very well. Since your council is new, we will allow time periodically to confer amongst yourselves should you request it. Uh, this is... This is astray from the usual procedure, but we will allow it. Thank you, Your Honor. Now, is the prosecution ready for opening statements? Uh, for what crimes is the accused being tried? Otto Heiger stands and addresses the court. Uh, this is more for the people than for the justices. He's a very cocky gentleman. Justices, <laughs> dear people of Leperstadt, I, I will not take up too much of your precious time, for this is an open and shut case. This, this beast, this, this monster has plagued Ursula for far too long. Now it is time for it to burn. The thunderous applause erupts in the galley above the courtroom. Oh, yeah, burn, fire! Horace is notably scared at, at all the, the cheering and, and jumps a little bit. Uh, Vivian notices a sight that only she has really seen before. He starts to cry. Aww. But only due to the way that he was made, he... He's not able to produce tears, and it, the way his mouth is sewn on, it pulls up into what looks like a grin mm. when he does this, but Vivian knows exactly what he's doing. He's, he's crying. He's crying. Aww. Ah, you see? You see, it laughs at us. It laughs at the ten people it murdered in Morast. It revels in the deaths of the six children from the community of Herstog. It even finds humor in burning down the sanctuary at Cobb Isle killing poor Dr. Brada, all of his patients, and the blinding of one of our key witnesses, Carl Fedier. If those cases weren't enough, the beast was caught red-handed destroying the library at the university. However, we are not monsters ourselves. Though the beast did break in and destroy parts of the library, we will withdraw his charge against him. Besides, these other crimes will be more than enough to watch him burn. As Otto Heiger returns to his seat, the galley erupts in applause once again. The herald strikes the gong again as Chief Justice Card speaks up. Order! Order! If the peanut gallery cannot contain itself, it will be asked to leave this courtroom. This is a court of law, not an exhibition of a sporting match. Now, has the defense prepared any opening statements? So, I imagine... During this time, Roderick and Vivian, Vivian was mostly listening to this guy and really wincing and just not, not taking this to That guy's a dick, Gary. Good job. Very much. Thank you. Um, but Roderick was helping Vivian put together an opening statement rapidly within the past like hour. <laughs> we have your honor up here. Y yes. Step forward and uh, you may proceed. Okay. Thank you. So Vivian timidly steps forward, takes a deep breath, composes herself, kind of gives Horace a a there, there kind of look. Like, we got this. And goes into her her spiel. Now I'm nervous for reals. <laughs> Most honored triumvirate, over the next three days, we will proceed to show that the creature known as the Beast of Lepishtad, hereafter referred to as Horus, is innocent of these crimes in question. The tales of the Beast of Lepishtad are simply that. Tales. Scary bedtime stories spun to frighten children into behaving. 
in reality, Horus is a curious and gentle creature, and he bears little resemblance to the monster he is made out to be. In fact, we will demonstrate that Horus is a victim. He is a victim of nefarious actors using the legends built up around the beast in order to cover up their own misdeeds. Concerning the murders in Morast, not only will we demonstrate that Horus could not have committed the murders that took place a year ago, but in fact we have apprehended the true culprits. Today we will provide undeniable proof that it was none other than Vorkstag and Grine, and not Horus who committed the grisly murders in Morast one year ago. And then she kind of does like a little curtsy and at the, the judges and moves back to the table. Uh, there are a few people up in the, the galley upstairs at Boo at this opening statement. Uh, can tell they're obviously biased about what they think the trial should they're fans of Vorkstag and Grind. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> Zenobia turns around and just makes sure she makes eye contact with each one of them. <laughs> uh, and with that, the, the herald strikes the gong once again. Bong. His favorite thing. Uh, <laughs> and Chief Justice points up to the galley says, You, out of this courtroom, or we will have you removed physically. I like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems cool. And I don't know about you guys, but that was a really good opening statement, Noel. Thank you. I think, mm-hmm. it, I think it deserves a hero card. I think, I think it does. She totally really, wrote it. You really got to give it to Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. But uh. How about it's a split hero card between the two? Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. Because he wrote it, you delivered it. Thank you. So it was good delivery. Yeah, high five, mm-hmm. Richard. Yay. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're married, so they own half of all the hero cards. <laughs> 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 this is a cow state. So with that, I would say that it's just one that you two both have to agree at the same time to, Fair use, enough. to use. Impossible. So Vivian uh, nervously like walks back to her to the defense table, sits down. She's like, she had some notes while she was giving that speech and she's kind of like, you know, restacking them. And and Roderick pats her on the back and says, excellent job, Vivian. You delivered that perfectly. And as, as he touches you, you notice the this shining white card slide out of the notes that oh, you Oh, yay. Have. Ah, hero card. Hero, hero card. card. Joint hero card, because uh. Richard wrote that speech. I uh, delivered it. All right, so, so this is the midwife. <laughs> the midwife it's a picture why is that baby on fire well I, it's got devil's horns and a tail it looks like a what what are the what was uh a, a, not a changeling tiefling uh, tiefling kind of looks like a tiefling oh maybe that's the umbilical cord not a tail it <laughs> <laughs> doesn't answer the question of why it's on fire it's a fire well, it's a demon devil and the midwife has glowing eyes and she's holding her pinky up in one hand and she's like mm-mm and there's blue light coming off of it. And then there's someone crying in the background. There's a lot going on. It's a busy card. Uh, but the midwife is the neutral good card of wisdom. It is a stars card. Uh, represents the enabler or conduit of new creation, new information, or arrivals. Well, this is very ap- apropos to it the is. situation. Uh, and if I remember correctly, the stars cards allow you to trade that one in to get insight from the GM. Correct. So when we're lost, when you're lost. So when Noel and I both agree that we're lost, <laughs> at least this is a fitting one for you to share to yeah. trade in. You can decide together. Yeah, you need assistance or help. Let's go yeah. to the section two because I know how to stab monsters, but how to proceed in a courtroom, not so much. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah. how to stab monsters? Well, Roderick knows how to stab <laughs> monsters. Do you? <laughs> uh, awesome. Thank you, Gary. You're very Yay. welcome. Well done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once this happens, that this card slides out, it is a magical item mm-hmm. that has made its way out onto the, the desk. 
I'm sure you both kind of look up expectingly because you know exactly where these cards come from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You look at the Holy Sister of Justice, and she she turns and looks at you and grins. <laughs> we have a friend in the courtroom. That's fun. She is a cleric of Phrasma, so she understands Phrasma's work quite well. <laughs> She's not going to get in the way of her deity stepping in. That's cool. I wasn't there when you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicely done, Vivian. <laughs> Thank you. So with that, uh, uh, Chief Justice will look back to Otto Heiger. Very well. Now that opening statements have been given, the prosecution may call its its witnesses. At this point, Otto starts calling his witnesses. He he brings in uh, two women and one gentleman, each at their own individual times. <laughs> Not all together. Not all together. <laughs> uh, they come up one by one and describe uh, the events of what had happened in Morast. Uh, they describe that over a series of nights that the beast came to the village and took people away. Um, a trap was set and laid for the beast, and the beast was eventually driven into the swamp, and they assumed that the beast had been killed. After they all give their testimony, all sounding the same, Otto Heiger calls up Lasney. A boy, Lasney. Uh, <laughs> when Lasney gets up the, onto the stand, he confirms the same story that the other three had told um, with the difference of he led the, the charge to get rid of the beast. And does his story match what he told us when we visited him? It does. Excellent. Good. So he, he tells the story of chasing him with pitchforks and, and fire and torches um, into the swamp where, as he says, it was bit by caiman, as I believe, and uh, it just bled everywhere, and I don't know how any creature could survive such a such a thing like that. I missed Lasney. <laughs> I missed Lasney too. <laughs> Thought y'all might like a little revisit from him. I was I was really I hoping it. you would. <laughs> <laughs> can he go with us when we're done? <laughs> he can be the new dwarfy. He can be the new dwarfy. Perhaps he just has NPC levels though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Two levels of commoner. <laughs> <laughs> One of aristocrat from being in the city for the day. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. Yep, he learns quickly <laughs> for a simpleton. Um, Chief Justice turns to to you guys and says, do you have any questions for this witness? Do we? I don't think so. The only thing I could think of is to confirm again that it's like, so you saw this creature bleed? Like... So I bite in the shoulder and bleed, yeah, but he, he said it. So. But just to emphasize it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how courts work. <laughs> you can kind of ask him the questions and roll a diplomacy check as you do it. When the judge is speaking to Vivian after her stellar introduction, does he take on the characteristics of the judge in, uh, was it my cousin Vinny? Oh, when he my talks to... dear, <laughs> do you have any questions? Yeah, does he go sweet on Vivian? Does he go sweet on Vivian? He hasn't quite got there yet. He might as the, as the days go along. Does the defense hold water? <laughs> so as she's rolling these diplomacy checks, it's for the triumvirate, right? He's, she's yes. not trying to convince Lasney. It's... No, she's trying to convince the... Because mm-hmm. this is essentially by verifying this, this is one of your pieces of evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you're make verifying. sure they hear, heard it very clearly so that mm-hmm. way when we bring out our evidence, they remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, yes, your honors. Uh, we do We do have some questions. This Vivian kind of pipes up after quick consultation with the our group. The floor is yours. Thank you. Thank you. And she kind of like tiptoes up again. 
Uh, Mr. Lasney, hi, hi again. Hello again. Hi. Um, I just would like you to repeat. Did you said that when this the the creature was attacked by the caiman, that it bled profusely? That is correct. Lots of blood everywhere. Everywhere. Turn oh. that water red. Excellent. Well, not excellent. That's really horrible. But okay, okay. Thank you. Um, and you said you didn't know that how anything could survive from that. Presumably, if someone was to have been bitten like that, they would have had a scar afterwards. That would be my assumption. Now, Horace is over here. Uh, you, you know him as the Beast of Lepestad. His name's Horace. Um, does he seem to have? Does he have a scar on his shoulder that matches the description of where the bite was? Mm, not that I can see. I would need a closer look. Vivian kind of looks around and like, is is that possible? Asking the judges, like... You may proceed. <laughs> Vivian doesn't know what to do. <laughs> Does she take Lasney up to the cage? Does she... <laughs> Lasney will get up uh, from the seat okay. and start walking up to to where Horace is sitting in his chair. Looks around. Uh, Horace doesn't really react or move mm-hmm. at all. He's just very mm-hmm. downtrodden through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And as Lasney looks in, he's like, Well... Unless he's had some sort of magical healing, uh, I don't see any type of scars, but who knows what these beasts could have done. But but from your understanding, there's no scar here that would match a caiman bite. I know he's got quite a few stitches, but... He's got stitches all over him, but uh, nothing that resembles any type of scar like that. Thank you, Mr. Lasney. No further questions, Your Honor. And does she roll a diplomacy check for that? Roll a diplomacy check. Oh, forgot about that part. I'm so nervous. Uh-oh. Uh, 14 or... 16. 16, if they think anyone thinks I'm attractive, that matters. <laughs> we'll go with the lower one, because <laughs> Judge Deramid is, is on there. <laughs> she might think I'm cute. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. She's not into you. Oh, she, like, uh, she, she did like the professor, so yeah. her taste is... She likes the old dudes. <laughs> uh, dang, Roderick's out. Yep. <laughs> So you said that was a fourteen. Yeah. Okay. I've got I've got a, a card in my back pocket of a I can re-roll a d twenty, but I'm really looking for like a natural one if I'm going to throw that out in this thing. That was a good sentence there. I said. That's good working the witness into it though. Mm-hmm. I've watched I've watched Law and Order. I've watched Perry Mason. I've watched Raised on Perry Mason. I've watched Columbo. Columbo. I've watched Suits. Suits. I thought that was about corporate people, not yeah, lawyers. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> well, no, they're lawyers. Oh, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. No, you're thinking white collar. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Um, so with that, you've made your first diplomacy check of the uh, <sighs> of the trial. It wasn't great. Warming up. Okay. So. For the record, I'm already, like, I'm. We already like, lost. I am nervous. Like, I am. Vivian's nervous. She's probably, like, ten times as nervous as I am. <laughs> Like, I'm really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I would be an awful lawyer. <laughs> That's what I'm learning here. Uh, so now a, a bit of time has passed in the day. You know, four witnesses have been called for the prosecution on this trial uh, for the case of Morast. Lasney left the courtroom. Uh, I mean, he's still in the courtroom. He's just, who's, who's he's in the back. He's not oh, on the witness stand anymore. Two women, a, Another a gentleman, gentleman, and then, then Lasney. Yeah. So four witnesses total for Morast. Um, after... Lasney leaves the stand. Uh, that that concludes our witnesses, Your Honor. 
This guy. I don't like him. <laughs> Gary had a smirk on his face yeah. when he said that. It was so convincing. It's very punchable. <laughs> Philip just shook his head or nodded his head like, yes, yes, it was. Uh, very good, then. Uh, does the defense have any witnesses or evidence to provide? Yes. Yes, Your Honor. No, no witnesses, but, but loads of evidence. You may proceed. Oh, excellent. So, um, you said... We were talking earlier, basically, I'm going to have to roll a diplomacy on each piece of evidence? Yes. Okay. So as Vivian's getting geared up to talk, uh, like I said, Zenobia and Roderick are sort of going to where all of our evidence is stored, and we're going to be displaying it as she's as she's talking. Is, uh, what's his name? Forkstag in here? No, he is not in here. Uh, you are not able to get him approved as evidence or a witness for day one uh-huh. but considering that he is considered exemplary evidence mm. he can be called on another date of okay. the trial okay excellent but not today not today okay because you you got him there like 20 minutes before the trial started so yeah. they, they didn't have time to review hey this is how everything. the book is written don't blame me <laughs> no kidding but i mean they left it open for the exemplary evidence thing i appreciate it all right, Your Honors, the first pieces of evidence I'd like to discuss have to do with the the statements from the witnesses we just heard, um, namely that the crimes that happened in Marest were around a grave robber and a grave robber that was seen being bitten by a caiman and bleeding profusely. Horace does not have a scar that would match being bitten by a caiman on the shoulder, and in addition, Horace is a flesh golem. I don't know if y'all, you all, y'all, <laughs> I don't know if y'all are, I don't know if you all are familiar with flesh golems, but due to the magical nature of their being, they do in fact not bleed. We, I saw evidence of this earlier, and they don't have any sort of bodily fluid functionality like that. Earlier, Horace was crying, and no tears came out. Um, Judge Deramid speaks up with this. You said he was, you said he was crying. Yes, Your Honor. Um, May we, may we see evidence of this? And she pulls like a a brooch from her robe to hand to you. And Vivian goes forward and and grabs it. And then she walks up to Horace's cage and she, she speaks very softly to him, very gently. Horace, Horace, we're here to help you. May I please prick your finger with this point? It it will hurt a little bit. It. It hurt bad? I don't think so. I'll do it first. She pokes her hand. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> don't share needles. Oh, that's true. She can do it in this <laughs> direction. He's, he's immune to disease. He's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He's immune to There's no coronavirus in this world. Right. <laughs> and she's going first. So. <laughs> oh, it, it helped me go home? Yes, Horace, it will. Okay. So... Vivian holds out her hand for Horace to hold, and I, I'm interested to see the the crowd's reaction to this, you know, pretty young thing talking so sweetly to a a beast. Mm-hmm. It's a Beauty and a Beast situation, it's one might say. And a beast, yeah. So does he hold out his hand to her? He does. His football-sized finger. He does. It's very timid. He's very reluctant. Mm-hmm. He says okay, but he like slowly mm-hmm. puts his hand mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and just turns it over. The sun's getting real low. The sun's getting real low. <laughs> I don't know what you're referencing. But uh, Vivian, uh, and Vivian's like looking him in the eyes. She's like, it's going to be okay. And then she just quickly like pricks his thumb. And he, he yells out really mm. quick. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it startles just about everybody mm-hmm. in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. The the herald even raises his sword mm-hmm. just to 
prepare. Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. It's okay, horse. It's okay. Look at your hand. Do you see anything red? Do you see any blood? Any red? She's kind of showing hers as comparison. Mm-hmm. Oh, where yours has a little bit of blood. Mm-hmm. Blood on it. There is nothing on his. You see, your honors? No blood. Roll a diplomacy check. Ah! Fudge! I'm not doing well. She's nervous. That's a 12. <laughs> well, a 14 didn't work. <laughs> I don't know if it didn't work. I'm imagining it's stacking. Ah. It's just... Mm-hmm. Well, there's a certain DC you have to hit, mm-hmm. and each one goes <laughs> either the success or fail column. And I tell you up, you have to have <sighs> more successes than failures at the end. <sighs> uh, and I have all the different evidence on here and what bonus that gives you to the diplomacy. <sighs> so each thing gives you a different bonus. <sighs> Hopefully our evidence is really good on its own. I'm kind of nervous to switch dice. The other ones weren't rolling well either. We'll try it one more with this die. Do they look convinced? <laughs> you can't tell. It's uh, still too early. Dang. Okay. Thank you, Horace. And then she returns the brooch. Brooch? That's a word I always have trouble with. Brooch? Mm-hmm. Brooch. To uh, Judge Derriman. Like she might want to wash it. <laughs> it's like roach with a B. Yeah, she's like, sorry, I got some blood on it. It's my blood, not his. <laughs> It's okay. Okay, thank you. May I proceed? Uh, yes, yes, you may. Upon investigating the site of the grave robberies, we also found we, we found the boat and um and the implements of of the grave robber. And We're carrying the boat in. Flood. <laughs> 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 no, no, that's not necessary, Sonopia. Uh, but we found. Well, all right, we'll bring it back. <laughs> Gong. It gets stuck. We found among the items hidden there by the grave robber, we found a potion of dark vision. (laughs) Zenobia. Zenobia. Showcases it. The empty vial. The empty vial. The crowd goes, ooh. (laughs) It can be yours for seven easy payments. (laughs) For seven. Eight easy payments. (laughs) And... In addition to golems not bleeding, they also see in the dark. Oh. Who said that? <laughs> was that the and, audience and, or was yeah. that the judge? And Zenobia's, <laughs> Zenobia's nodding. nodding. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Horace would have no need of such a potion. And he couldn't drink it anyway. And he couldn't drink it anyway. I hear Roger say that. Is this, is that so? Yes. Roll a diplomacy check. That's what it says in the book. Maybe on the table will be better. Okay, 18. Okay. All right, table rolling it is. You get better rolls than our shittier evidence. (laughs) Okay. At this gravesite, we also identified some surgical implements. Very fancy. And um, Zenobia and Roderick again. Open boxes full of. <laughs> They've the- got a bunch of blades in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> they brought weapons. <laughs> Amethyst adorned scalpels and other clamps and things. Presumably, these would be used to remove the skin from bodies. We tracked the ownership of these items to Vorkstag and Grimes, owners of. Grine. Vor- oh, Vorkstag and Grine, owners of Vorkstag and Grine Chemics. So then, of course, you know, we went there to talk to them about it and see if they knew anything about these items. And she's kind of like getting on a roll now. <laughs> Zenobia and Roderick are shaking their head, <laughs> frowning. And as you're going on a roll with this, Gustav just goes. He's making speeded up motions. And once we were there, we were attacked by Grinds. And Grind. The- 
I said grind. You said oh. at grinds. We were atta- <clears throat> and once we were there, we were attacked by grind, and when we were in his, but and oh, she's getting nervous. She's getting a little flustered now. Mm-hmm. We were attacked by grinds, but in his quarters, grinds again. <laughs> <laughs> This man who needs to change his name. <laughs> He's Grinds now. Everyone's decided. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it's Grinds on the sign. <laughs> There's an We're S an on apostrophe. the apostrophe. There's an apostrophe. <laughs> Just believe in punctuation. <laughs> Upon investigating the chemics lab. Oh, God. Hold on. <laughs> now I'm nervous. Take a breath. Upon investigating this establishment, we were attacked by Grinds. In his <laughs> I even crossed it out on my sheet. <laughs> I'm better at improv, I guess. <laughs> We're just gonna let you do it next time. Not even correct you. Uh, I have to start over. Okay. Also, at the at the grave robber site, we found a set of surgical implements. We tracked the ownership of these items to Vorkstag and Grinds Chemics. We went there to investigate further about this ownership, and when we began to question Mr. Grine, we were attacked. Oh. <laughs> this led to us being able to do some further investigation, and in Mr. Grine's quarters, we found the bag that matches these implements. Zenobia lifts up the bag high for everyone to see. Matches in color and emblem and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Less dirty, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roll. Roll. Okay. We're, we're, she's getting her momentum, so that's a 21, right? Were you checking my math, Richard? Is that yes. correct? <laughs> no, 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 I and agree. I'm completely justified in checking it. <laughs> you totally are. <laughs> it was a nine. I rolled a nine that time, not a three. No, you rolled a 12. No, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 12. I added a nine to it, which is my bonus. We, we knew what you meant. I'm so nervous. Viv- Vivian's coming into my, my head. We're it's learning how Noel does under pressure. It's a, it's a 12. very poorly. It's a 12 at 9. 12 at 9? 12 at 9. After being attacked by Mr. Grine, we were then attacked by Mr. Vorkstag, who, when he attacked us, had no skin. What? Oh, my goodness. This was very shocking to us, as you can imagine, and from this we identified that he is, in fact, a creature called a skin stealer, which, as his name implies, they steal skin. We have, in fact, after after having a confrontation with him, we have, in fact, captured him, and he is being held in this courthouse. Oh. <laughs> so, I don't know if had no skin in a skin stealer of those the same piece of evidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But then you have to talk about what he does with the skin. Yeah, I'm going to do that in a moment. Separate piece of evidence, though, I think. That's what I was thinking, is this a separate piece. What he does with the skin is a separate piece. Yeah. Yes. All right, so that's an 18. Okay. On Mr. Skin Stealer. We're super high tech. Gary's keeping tally on his phone. So I can make sure I can keep it with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll forget. <laughs> in addition, Mr. Vorkstag, uh, this might this might have actually gone in with this bonus as well, but in addition, Mr. Vorkstag has a scar matching that of a caiman on his shoulder. <gasps> well, that piece of evidence we would need to see whenever we can bring this Mr. Vorkstag in. I understand, Your Honor. Thank you. So, I'm <laughs> going to star that one on my note, bringing that one back around. <laughs> After subduing Mr. Vorkstag in order to bring him here, we did a little more investigating into his quarters, and we found, your honors, it was very shocking, we found a closet full of skin suits. (sighs) (sighs) Yeah, it was really gross. Like, really gross. And at at that, uh, Zenobia and Roderick are carrying in a a pole with all of the skin suits hung on it. Yeah. 
Like it's a stuck pig or something? That's disgusting. (laughs) So we hang it up, and we're waiting. Some of these skins match that of the missing people of the graves that were robbed in Morast. In addition, if you look at this suit here, Zenobia pulls it out. (laughs) (laughs) Flipping through them. Yeah, we need to, like, make sounds of uh, hangers. Flap, 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 flap. Yeah. You can see that this suit matches matches Horace's height and has a matching scar according to Lasney's description. She pokes her finger through the pan through it. Oh, oh that's disgusting. Comes out the yeah. other side. <laughs> She's waving. <laughs> I wish everyone could see yes. all the pantomiming going on right now. And Elizabeth's I- pantomiming game is top notch. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect for a podcast medium. Right? <laughs> Where we can all see. Oh, wait. I'll hold it up to the microphone. You missed your calling. <laughs> all right. Uh, roll on this evidence. Yeah, so I'm trying to think. Uh, is it all the skins are one evidence, or is it yeah. the skins and then the skin suit? It's specifically? mostly the the skin that matches Horus okay. and the scar. Okay, so skin that matches Horus. Well, we, the scar should be uh, scar <laughs> natural the scar on the suit. Natural 20. Scar on the suit. Natural 20 on skin that Excellent. matches Horus, 29. I'll give you a little, little peek. That piece of evidence already had a plus 20, so that was a, <gasps> a 40 plus whatever your bonus was. <laughs> So is that bad? <laughs> I wasted my 20 on a good piece of evidence. <laughs> and then uh, the scar. Natural 20 again! <laughs> nice. Two, wait, no, there's something about two 20s in a row. I forgot the rule that he made. That's only in combat. One, one more and we can kill him. <laughs> one, more and we, one more and we win the we trial. We kill the chief justice. <laughs> one, one more and we win the trial. Natural five. <laughs> so no, no three 20s in a way. In a row. If we roll three twenties, we just win the court case. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it closes early. I'm all for this. <laughs> I'm convinced. <laughs> all right, very good. So you've got those two natural twenties on those pieces of evidence, and that's basically all I have. Unless, uh, and she might like kind of look back at um, Gustav. Unless this would be a good chance to mention that Vorkstag's an alchemist, and we found evidence of an alchemist in the library. I know that charge has been dropped, but he mentioned it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh. Because that charge has been dropped, they're not really going to add any of that evidence from there. Okay. So, yeah. That simplifies things. Yeah. Your honors, we rest our case for the day. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yes. Just make sure you just say uh, (laughs) you've concluded with your presenting of evidence for this case. You don't want to rest it yet. Okay. Your honor, uh, we we conclude our evidence. We conclude with it for today. Yes. Bats her eyelashes. Like, <laughs> she's kind of twisting her hands, like, nervously. Very good. Thank you, Your Honor. Well, uh, this has been quite a long day of hearing witness testimony and evidence and opening statements, and I don't know about you all, but I'm quite famished. <laughs> Looking at the skin suits? Yes. Uh, <laughs> something about pork rind sounds very good right these suits have to be reeking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta smell bad. Uh, what do you keep to keep skin suits preserved, like mothballs? Like a skin suit equipped with formaldehyde, I guess? Yeah. yeah formaldehyde probably. balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if there's no further uh, evidence to be presented today, I believe we will call a recess until 10 a.m. tomorrow. Gong. Gong. <laughs> and everybody nods and so- shuffles out and like they start the whispering. Hey man, how did you think that went? Fuck this beast. Girl the beast. <laughs> the beast will burn. Uh, you do notice that Lasney is looking at the, the row of skins there and he recognizes a few of them as some of his mm. 
fellow townsfolk from Morast. How does it make him feel? Does he cry? He doesn't cry, but he's just, he's very, very solemn. Does he throw up? No, he doesn't throw up. I mean, he's, he's probably hunted and things like that, so he's not yeah, but grossed he's never, out by skin. He's never been to the inn with one of his deer. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> Maybe he's into that. <laughs> Roderick walks up to Lasny and he says, um, I am sorry that you are just now seeing this. Uh, we only found this hours ago, so there was no time to tell you. Uh, we, we had assumed that these friends of ours had been killed since we had not seen them in so long, but we were not expecting this level of gruesomeness. Yes, well, we have apprehended the person who did this. They are in custody now. And you're, you're saying that someone or something else took on the form of this beast? Yes, he wanted to use the legends of the beast to disguise what he was really doing. Which was harvesting your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well. Uh, Slipped into an accent there, I see. <laughs> well, uh, Miss Zenobia, I do see that that is the case. A bit crude, if I do say so myself, but yes. Um, this is a very crude crime that's been perpetrated, but a very vicious man. And you're saying that you have captured the real culprit? Yes, yes, we have. Yes, we have. He attempted to kill us as well. And came close. Well, I'd be curious to see that. I, I'm not, I'm not quite convinced. But I, I do want to see this beast. Then you Ooh, shall. Nice transition. We have permission to bring him as evidence in future days. So. No, 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 no. I, I do want to see him too, but I want to speak to the one that's on trial. Oh, you want to see Horace? Is is that what he is named? Yes. At this point, Vivian, I think, was waiting for Horace to be escorted out before uh, coming over. Mm-hmm. She's like, yes, his name's Horace. Well, then I would, I would like to meet this this Horace to to see for myself that this is not the. The monster that attacked my village. I think that would be a good idea. Um, Vivian's just like thrilled. She's mm-hmm. like, I think that's a wonderful idea. Now, Lasny, um, he has a childlike innocence about him, and he is not very trusting. So we should let Vivian warm him up. He trusts Vivian. He trusts Vivian the most. So once Vivian has spoken to him, she should be able to convince him to see other visitors. That is fair. I. I don't know that I'll be capable of speaking to him based on what I saw, but I just, I want to see how he interacts with you. That is a very good idea. Very wise. Uh, so we do that. <laughs> so uh, during all of this, the some of the sheriffs from the court, the deputies have come in and taken Horace back out of the, the cage that he was in and put him back into his cell. Uh, you do have time now to to go in and and visit with Horace. Excellent. And 
We do so. So, and, and as usual, we let Vivian go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't forget, Zenobia was in yeah. with him last time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and as before, he was okay with everybody being in there. He mm-hmm. just didn't with the candor that was was <laughs> going on at the time. He wasn't very happy with speaking to to everybody. Mm-hmm. Roderick knows his place. <laughs> <laughs> how, how does he look when when you get? into the room he's sitting back in that chair again that he was in before uh he's still chained down they yeah, don't give him say, they don't give him a lot in. of freedom to move around in here so his hair is all messy and his mm-hmm. he even though he doesn't really like eat or do anything like that he he still somehow looks a little bit skinnier mm-hmm. if that makes sense worn down yeah is there is there water in there is there a pitcher and maybe a cloth Mm, not really, because he doesn't have use for it. You're wanting to clean him up. I want to clean him up. You wanna, could probably get. Stuff I want to. I want to wash his it. face and I want to comb his hair. That's nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you would have to. I go wanted find to it. do that before he went into court. Yeah, and I want to make time the next day <laughs> to make sure we can actually spruce him up a little bit. Okay, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Hair card. That is fair. <laughs> well, we didn't. We didn't get a chance today just because yeah. we were battling all the way up to. Yeah the time mm-hmm. but uh i'm gonna i'm gonna could we leave a co- well he he's chained down wouldn't matter if i left a comb for him <laughs> yeah he wouldn't really but i i, I would like either. to gather well <laughs> he's been around for 40 years i mean he he's but he hasn't really had to worry with combing his hair mm-hmm. no what is comb he's old enough to have seen people do it mm-hmm. yeah so uh but as you do walk into the room you all kind of make your way in lasney included and he's he's sitting in that chair, chained down, and he's got you can't see what it is, but he's got something in his hand. And he just he's kinda of sitting there talking to himself. He doesn't look up to you. He says Brown and furry in a hurry. Find path to a patch of green. To get a bite and warm sunlight to no bird. May you be seen. Escape this house. Quiet as mouse. No need for you to die. I may burn, but you spend in turn, and soon will be butterfly. And he sets us down in this brown little caterpillar. Is it the fuzzy kind? It's the fuzzy kind. Yeah, fuzzy kind. That's so sweet, and it makes me want to cry. And Vivian absolutely starts tearing up. She kind of looks back at Lasney at this, like, Horace, that was a lovely little poem. Thank you, friend. You wrote that? Yes. Horace, you did so wonderful in the trial today. Zenobia's behind her, shows him the cloth, wipes his face while she's talking. Can you get in there? Are we allowed in his cell? or? Um, You could probably get special... Privileges mm-hmm. to, to, to go in there. Mm-hmm. With the defense, we're trying to clean him up. Yeah, if mm-hmm. you're willing to, to chance yeah. you mm-hmm. know, him being upset. We've already been in with so, him before. So Vivian so. and Zenobia go in. I think the boys hang back. Mm-hmm. Until uh, we're invited. <laughs> <laughs> Horace, you did wonderfully. So Z- Zenobia starts fluffing up, like cl- wiping, wiping him down. And wipe his face, then his hands. I am so proud of you. Comb his hair. I am so proud of you. You did so good today. Thank you. I was... Scared. I know you were, and you were very brave. Um, it's gonna. We're gonna have to do this two more days, but we're we're continuing to fight for you. It's gonna be okay. Two, two days, and I go home. 
I hope so. I can't promise. I'm gonna, we're going to try our hardest, though. I was going to say darndest. <laughs> <laughs> our dad gummest. <laughs> um, He's kind of a darned person, yeah. so I wouldn't do that. I root in tootinous. <laughs> a darned person, that's funny. Um, Horace, this is Mr. Lasney. Do you remember seeing him in the room? Yes. He was very convinced by what we said today and wanted to see you and hear your side of the story. Hello, Mr. Lasney. And Lasney doesn't really say anything, but he just nods in his direction. It's a very good sign that he wanted to see you, Horace. And we're hoping that by introducing you that he will see that you couldn't have committed these horrible crimes in Morast. You weren't even there, ever. I do not know Morast. I believe you, Horace. I do, too. Tomorrow, t- today we're going to go to... Herkstog. Today we're going to go to Her- Herkstog. Have you ever been there? I know Herkstog. This is where you saw the scary monster, right? Yes. Okay, we're going to look into that today. The scary monster hurt my friend. I know. We're going to look into that today. Miss Elsa. Was her name Elsa? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said her name over and over Frozen and over. cannot exist in this world. <laughs> the movie Frozen cannot yeah, exist in this universe. Wasn't that one of the few things he was saying? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And that's probably one of the things they're trying to say against it. Yes, we're going to look into that today. So continue to be brave, Horace. And I wanted to give you this to help with that. And... Uh, a while back, I don't remember when this happened, but uh, at some point when once Vivian got some cash, she had gotten a new holy symbol mm-hmm. that can hold like a potion in it and stuff. And she gives Horace her wooden holy symbol, which was her hair clip. Hmm. And um, and now that his hair is combed, <laughs> <laughs> and I figure it's more. She's like, it's like this is the symbol of Shaylin, and she sees the beauty in all things. It is Shaylin, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's your 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 damn deity. I haven't said it in a while, and we're living in a world of (laughs) phrasmas. And she sees the beauty in all things, the beauty that's within. So she's going to be watching over you. And whenever you feel scared, you can hold this symbol and think of her and talk to her. Don't necessarily talk to her in front of other people, though, because they might think that's weird. But to yourself. (laughs) Because talking to yourself isn't weird. (laughs) Talk. Talk to her, like, talk to Caterpillar? Yes. Yes. And she's always listening. You think Caterpillar listens? Why not? He's a nice friend. I like Caterpillars, especially the fuzzy ones. I like nature. Do you? What's your favorite part of nature? Trees. Big trees? They are big and strong, and no one is scared of them. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. <laughs> so, um... Roderick, how's it going over there? <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> Do you want to be brought into the room? Yeah, no, I, I think that I want to cast a spell. Can I cast a spell? Mm-hmm, you're not in court. I want to cast prejudice, <laughs> prestidigitation. <laughs> Cast prejudice. Guessing. Prejudice. Uh. I want to cast it into the ocean. No, I want to cast prejudice. I want to cast. Horace kills Lasney. I want to cast prestidigitation. 
so that I can make his cell look like the forest. I got Ooh. bad news for you, Philip. No. You can't make an Flavor. effect that big. With You need a, uh, you'd actually need more than a minor image spell. Fine, you need fine, a higher fine. level spell. What I pick can up the do? caterpillar friend, and cover him up, it. open my hand, and a butterfly flies out. Can I do that? You can do that, yes. 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 So he flies, the butterfly yeah. flies for a little while, and then once he gets out of range, turns back into a caterpillar and just falls. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Plummets to the ground. Uh-huh. No, I think you're saying so, the caterpillar's in your hand. Yeah, no. So, no, yeah. so when he says he, he likes nature, what I do is I pick up his little caterpillar friend, and it crawls across my fingers, and I cover it, and I open my hand, and out flies a butterfly. Okay. Uh, make a sleight of hand check with that too. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He's not very bright. Yeah. It's a really high level deception we're pulling <laughs> off here. I just wanted to make nature in the in the. In the jail sale. Mm-hmm. Jail sale. Yes. Jail sale. <laughs> we've, we've all gone south. <laughs> Bring Lasney into the group and everyone just <laughs> descends into the south. Y'all. Y'all. Dang. Dang nubbit. But, but yeah, the butterfly flies up and out the window, but the caterpillar's still like on my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> my my friend fly away. He, he He's a butterfly now. You you speed up his his change i helped him i helped him be his most beautiful self at least he fly free you will too i hope so i miss home where is home yeah where is home horace roderick do you wander in at some point in this (laughs) roderick is just furiously writing uh if you like lead him into the cell he's not really looking up he's just Mm -hmm. writing okay my my home near Swamp. Dip. <laughs> like this whole country. <laughs> uh, d- d- uh, I, I don't remember word. D- Dipplemere? Dipplemire? I don't, I don't know what the word is. It, it's Dipplemere. Dipplemere? Oh, I was yeah. going to roll. Yeah. Is it a geography check? Or it's geography. No, it's geography. Well, I got a 17 on the die. He knows where that is. And mm-hmm. plus four is 21. Yeah. So when he says Dipplemere, you would know immediately that it's the Dipplemire Swamp. Is it a pretty place? I mean, it's, it's a swamp. A, <laughs> as far as swamps go. It's I mean, a nice swamp. It's like Shrek's Swamp. Yeah. It's really nice. But, uh, hey, Shrek! <laughs> the the town of Herkstog is is along the the swamp here. I know not, that swamp. Not as in the swamp as Morast was, but... <laughs> I, I know that swamp. It's a lovely place. Did you have a... Did you have a home? Did you have a house? Uh, no, I, my, my maker had house. He not lived there though. Your maker? Have we heard about his maker? No, this is no. the first he talked about it. Your maker. Roderick stops writing and looks up. Yes, he, he, not live there. He live elsewhere, but I, grow up and move, to swamp. Do you remember where your maker lives? Yes. <laughs> Vivian, like, has to resist, like... <laughs> Smacking him. <laughs> A slight eye roll. Uh, where, where? Do you know where? What What name? What's the name of it? I, I cannot say. Have you been forbidden? Is this like Metal Gear Solid where he can't say it? No. The Patriots? No. M- must protect maker. Uh, okay. 
Roderick is riding again, but something different this time. Interesting. When was the last time you saw your maker, Horace? Long time ago. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice the cat just yet meowed. All right. Well, you did wonderful today, Horace. Get some rest. We're going to go find some more evidence for you. We're going to keep trying our best, Horace. We'll get you out of this. Will, will I see you before they put me in cage tomorrow? Don't I, know. We I, will do our best, but we can't promise. We have to travel very, very far. I would feel better if I do. We will try. If not, I'm going to leave the cloth here, and you can wipe your face. Do they won't let me leave the comb. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want me to bring your butterfly friend back? As he can only return as a caterpillar. No. Now you're just confusing him. <laughs> no, I'm not. If if he was lonely, I was gonna have he could play with the caterpillar. <laughs> I I want him to be free. Now I have this caterpillar. <laughs> yeah, we'll take the caterpillar outside. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on a nice mulberry bush. Yeah, no, I'm gonna keep it. I have another familiar. <laughs> hey, this one I use. Keep your bat from familiar. eating it. <laughs> oh. And secretly an asp bites you. No. Oh, I hate those things. <laughs> uh, I, t- I t- totally got distracted. We, re- we will try our best to see you before the trial, horse. I very much want to. But if we don't, just remember to hold hold on to this symbol. And he holds it in both hands. And his hands are so big, it like dwarfs mm-hmm. the symbol. But he's clutching like onto mm-hmm. it as tight as he can mm-hmm. without breaking it. I hope you understand, horse. They gave us very little time to do anything in this in this case. He's not wrong. I think Roderick's telling us we need to move. It's true. You're doing great. Bye, Horace. Bye, friends. Bye. Okay. So we uh, we leave the courtroom with Lasney. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate you taking me in there to see Horace. I, I, don't, I don't know how such a gentle giant could could have caused so much destruction. Well, Lasney, you were intentionally deceived. The, the true criminal had it as his intention to deceive you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you see the truth now, though. Well. I hope you stay for the rest of the trial. I shall. I want to see the true culprit be the one brought to justice. And you shall, if we have anything to say about it. Do you want this caterpillar? <laughs> I have a caterpillar. Uh, I, I do believe there are some plants outside you could put the caterpillar in. <laughs> they don't want a bird to eat it. Well, that is the circle of nature. Yeah, he said he liked nature. That's nature at work. <laughs> there, there aren't that many birds out here, though. Everybody's eating them all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they only pigeons only congregate in New York City because nobody eats them. Mm. <laughs> What's this New York City you talking about? Roderick thought that it was his North American accent. <laughs> right, right, right. Is this place in Almus that? You know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So the northeast corner of Almus. <laughs> pigeons rampant. So does that mean pigeons? Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was, that was one of the funniest joke. visual jokes. <laughs> she did the the griffin rampant on a on a shield crest thing. <laughs> with a pigeon. Just I can little, see that though. Little little feather. One, little, little fe- little no, feather with head. its little he- with its little uh, claw. Just oh yeah. Okay. Beak, beak open, tongue head. out, yeah. and the tongue is squiggly. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Mike Tyson's crest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm so dead. <laughs> 
Isn't anyway. That, isn't that right, though? Yes, yes. you're yes. totally yeah. right. You're totally yeah. correct. Yep. It's <laughs> really funny, Mom. <laughs> I have so much trivia stuck in my head. I have to let it out sometimes. Now, any of our artist listeners, I would like to see a drawing of that, if you can. A rampant, it will be Roderick's, a ramp, a rampant pigeon. pigeon. It will be Roderick's family crest the second somebody makes it. <laughs> a rampant pigeon. Oh, gosh. So, Being eaten by a werewolf. <laughs> so let's make this a contest. Anybody who can draw this uh, rampant pigeon, uh, send it in to us at diebythesswordpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll decide who the winner is, post it on our Instagram. And then, who knows, maybe we'll send you like a, a show t-shirt. Yeah. That'd be good. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> our first contest. Deadline of end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this crest will now go on all of Roderick's uh, gear moving forward. Hear that, Miguel? <laughs> yeah, Miguel, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You can't be the winner of the contest. <laughs> <laughs> he totally can. He totally could. <laughs> Awesome. So we wrap up with Lasney. We find a nice home for the caterpillar. Mm-hmm. Um, a bird swoops down and gets it. No, no. no I'm just we we cast a <laughs> shield, yeah, like protection <laughs> spells on the caterpillar. And uh, guess we have to go to that other place, Hergstag. 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 They speak Southern there too. No. Any, Hergstag. Any chance? Can we, we pick the accent? <laughs> <laughs> so are they more are they more Boston? Norwegian. Ooh, Norwegian. So, maybe Swedish. So unfortunately doi, doi, doi. Roderick does not have Mount prepared, so we can't magically travel there as we have previously. Well if we are we going oh, we're going the same day. This is all the same yeah, day. Yeah, yeah no time. What is yeah. it, three o'clock now? We still don't have our our yeah, strength probably, probably recovered. You don't have your spells. Yeah, we're going back. into this next investigation low so, steam. So everybody's looking at Roderick expectantly, hoping he'll summon a horse again, and he's like looking at his spell book, and he says, sorry, I'm I'm tapped out. Well, uh, let's go buy a horse. There, there are some horses for rent. Down that way. Uh, Fantastic. Thank you, At the Hortz, rent a horse? Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. You're on fire. I'm hot tonight. Wow. Didn't get to talk the whole trial, you know. You've been saving it up. up. Hortz, rent a horse. These ideas, they just keep coming. That was really good. Oh, man. So we go to the Hortz, rent a horse. (laughs) (laughs) So we've looked it up, audience. We cannot find the price of a horse rental. How much does it cost to buy one? Uh, it's like 15 gold or something. Oh. what? Mm. <laughs> Give them 15 bucks and call it a day. We'll sell it when we get back. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. 15 gold, really. I'll pay for it. For a, it is it a pack horse? Is it's it, going to be. <laughs> I mean, that, that's my point. Is is Do we have to have a specific kind of horse? A horse that can draw a cart horse? with four people. Are there different types sorry, of horses? It, it's 75 gold to oh, buy geez. a horse. Yeah. I can afford it. I'd say if it's 75 to buy one, probably to rent one. What do you say, like 10, 5, 10? We'll go with 15. You have to 15. get the insurance on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we in get that there back? Is there like a deposit? Yeah, it's like a deposit. If, if you bring it back in good shape, you get the five it's got all of its got all of its teeth and all of its legs. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And it's alive. We didn't scratch it, the paint. And you had to fill it up with gas, so you had to feed it before you brought <laughs> it back. Yes. Uh, all right, so we, we I don't think the horse. Vi- I don't think Vivian's old enough to drive the horse. <laughs> <laughs> she totally is. El- wow. Half-elves cheat on that. Uh, I'll, I'll pay for the horse. I'll pay the horse rental. All right, so we rent the horse. Did you uh, just call Vivian old? No, I'm saying she she cheats because a 21-year-old human is the equivalent of like a 27-year-old half-elf. <laughs> yeah, but you have to be 25 to rent a car Yeah. without the extra fees and stuff on it. Well, good thing she's 27, isn't it? <laughs> 
Is that how old I am? I don't know. I You're somewhere around there. How you keep aging, Vivian? I don't think she's that old. How old are she's you? She's not that old for half elf. How old are you? I don't remember. Hold on. <laughs> I'm only 24. I can't rent a horse. <laughs> I'm old enough to rent a horse. Okay. <laughs> Zenobia rents the horse. Vivian's 25. She could rent the horse. <laughs> she could. That's yeah, right. Roderick was 27. Just somebody rent the damn horse. <laughs> Hell, Lazny will do it. I was like, please just, just get out of here. Quiet, you guys. Y'all can't down, keep you your shit together. <laughs> How are you going to rescue this man if you can't get to. Can't just rent a damn horse. <laughs> that boy Lasney, ain't right. Do you want to come with us? Uh, I, I don't know that I would be much help in any sort of investigation. But if you'd like me to come, I could probably rearrange some things in my schedule. Well, Lasney, the other thing is this might be dangerous, and I don't want to put you at unnecessary risk. Yeah. How, how uh, are you with weapons? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not a fighter. I, I could wield a pitchfork or a torch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe next time, okay? Sorry, I shouldn't have invited you. <laughs> we do something that's completely not dangerous, you will come with us then. Yes. Oh, okay. When we go drinking, we're going to call you. Can, can, you, can you comb the beast's hair tomorrow? That's a great idea. I don't know if he's that comfortable yet. Uh, mm, we'll see. How if we're not here, please take care of a friend. Run the whole trial yourself. <laughs> we don't make it back in time. Nah, I, I, he's now the defense. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not certified as any sort of. We've convinced uh, him yeah, that neither much. Are we. Yeah. Wash pretty. his face, comb his hair, shine his shoes. That's uh, all you need to do. We don't have time for this. Uh, Let's go. Let's go. Uh, it's fine, Lesnar. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're only joking. Get the drink here. And Kiss Roger gives forehead, him a gold. Tell him he's pretty. <laughs> Buy him caterpillars. Okay. Okay. Here's okay. an extra gold okay. to ignore everything okay. they just told you. Okay. <laughs> Kiss is pretty. Tell him he's forehead. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I think. Right. Just drink. It's fine. Yes, never mind. Never, never mind, mind all that. Go, no, go. Thank no, you. All that I can do. I can drink some swamp people milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That was, that was a 30-year-old reference. Yeah, no, I, I got it. It just still sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can I do the scooting him along by his shoulders <laughs> thing? Okay, so we rent a horse. We hitch mm-hmm. the cart to the horse. Yep. So. All right. So you get your stuff together, uh, say bye to Lasney, and start your trek to Hergstog. And we will pick it up here next week. Yay. I'm so excited. Yay! Congratulations on your Harold card. Yeah. Harold yeah. card. And we got through to trial day one. Yeah. I'm exhausted. That was very good. This is why we don't want to do anything really live. <laughs> <laughs> we get in so much trouble. We wouldn't last a week. No.